So my mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Skye. And today, we are going to be so informative. Like, y'all are about to attend the best friggin' college course on streaming <laughs> dramas you've ever experienced in your life. That's right! We're doing an episode on, as of the end of June 2021, where you can go to legally watch dramas, and Asian dramas specifically, and what the benefits are of each, and what we like, and everything. And not only that, if you go on our website, there will be infographics with all of this information as well. Like, listen. We are professors here today. <laughs> Welcome We're helping you guys to- out. This is streaming 101. Yeah, this isn't just like Nuna's 101 stuff. This no, is... this is we <laughs> researched. We did hard research for this. <laughs> we we have done the work, so you do not have to do the work. All you need to do is passively sit here. Now, listen- we will say this comes from a North American perspective. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We we only yeah. have access to so much information as far as. <laughs> Like in another country, if you can see something or not, we can only see what we can see. So Mm -hmm. there's only so much. So we have like Canadian and US. That's where we live. That's that's what we're getting. Like, but you know, Mm -hmm. so with a VPN, you can travel the world. Like, for instance, the other day, I saw a webtoon thing for Spanish translated webtoons. Mm -hmm. Of course, that's not something I had searched for before because that's not my language I speak. But like, so Mm -hmm. there's. Sometimes there's stuff out there that we're not going to see because we don't speak that language. So there's stuff out there mm. too, in addition yeah. to these things. Yeah, and I think it's important to like, it's always changing. There's always mm. more of these streaming po- services yeah. popping up too. It's going to be outdated really fast information. <laughs> yeah. But like, I think important information, especially for drama mm-hmm. newbies, at least what we've kind of like seen from drama newbies when like we're trying to figure out this like, Oh, air quotes educational series we've got going on like what drama newbies are mm-hmm. asking and what like would be in a good thing mm. to focus on so that they don't have to like do all the research themselves because that yeah. does seem to be a question that comes up a lot if i've only got so much streaming service money to spend where mm. should i spend it and uh-huh. i mean this is not designed to tell you which ones you should spend your money on because it's going to be different for every person based Mm -hmm. on what you want. But maybe this will help give you the information you need in order to make the best decision for you and your wallet. Holding your hand and then leading you to a certain point and then like good mother letting you go. (laughs) Become an in baby bird. Push you out of the nest. Push you out of the nest and saying fly bitch. All of your your grade school years and now it's time for college and you've left our nest. (laughs) And And gone off on your own. (laughs) And if you found this this podcast in twenty twenty two Sorry, probably half of it's fake news no now. Sorry. But like, sorry. There will be some things that are still valid, I'm sure. Yeah. Other um, things will be different. Price points might change, but 
Inflation. Some of these might disappear. You never know. Like you just uh, never know these days. But maybe the maybe the market inflation will finally hit drama services, and then there'll be more inflation there too. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> uh, but there was no there was COVID. Therefore, everything's more expensive. That's what everything says. Pretty much. So for those more academically minded, our syllabus for the day. Okay. We are going to talk about what we personally use and what's important for us individually as our priorities in streaming services. We are then going to go over the most frequently used sites for dramas. We are then going to go over other sites that are primarily Asian dramas. We will then go onto dramas or sites that have limited dramas, but other content. And then finally, up and coming sites that look like they might be interesting. In the future, we are then going to discuss the interconnectedness of a few sites. And then we're going to have a little, uh, a little moment, a special moment at the end. Uh, <laughs> so watch out for that. Uh, it'll pull at your heartstrings if you're an old hat like we are. Uh, <laughs> let us take it away. Let's start with Amanda. What do you personally use for your drama services primarily? Probably mostly Netflix, Vicky, and YouTube. They're just simple and easy. I have a Netflix membership because I've got a family and mm. there's something for everybody to watch on there. So for us, you know, where to put our streaming money is into things that benefit everybody, right? So I do have a Vicky membership too, but that's, you know, is what it is. You know, I get to have things for myself too, but <laughs> I'm not going to have like... I currently don't have memberships. I don't have a YouTube membership currently. So I generally put up with the commercials and the Roku is annoying for signing in. So I, even though I have a Vicky membership, I often watch without and put up with the annoying commercials until they annoy me so much that I go through all the Go through the multi-step like, process to uh, sign into your Roku on Viki. Yes. Yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> Those are my main ones. After doing some research for this, I think I might be spending more time at Mango TV because they have upped their their apps. All right, all right. Let's not, let's better, not, but, let's not, let's not know, give it away. Let's not give it away. Let's not give it away. Spoilers. So there's, yeah, like I discovered a few things about apps that I had previously discarded that I'm mm. like, oh, maybe they deserve a second look. So we'll see if you ask me again next year, maybe not the same, but right well, now. But so for you, aside from the family thing, why do you choose those things? So like YouTube yeah. for Thai, so, I assume. YouTube for Thai and Chinese generally because mm. they're there and they're legal and they're you know free so why not i've got a google nest hub in my kitchen and mm. when you use that like you don't have to watch the commercials on youtube most of the time so i might as well watch it there vicky for the the content you know be, when i've got my membership you know for the korean content there mostly mm. um although on my TV with the Roku that I don't bother signing into, I watch a lot of Japanese there, like, because the Japanese stuff is available without my membership. That's true. Um, and then Netflix is mostly, mostly K-dramas that I watch on Netflix. So there's other stuff available for sure, but sometimes Thai 
because some of the Thai stuff that I'd like to watch is not subbed on YouTube. On YouTube. It's yeah. on YouTube, but not subbed or it doesn't show up on YouTube at all. But even though the company has a channel on YouTube, you're like, yeah, they tantalize right there, with, just they, they tantalize us with the previews for it and then never actually put the shows yeah, up. Just yeah. to like mock little, us a little. You know, Mm. three minute teasers a lot of the Chinese channels do that too right they'll do those like little three minute like yeah. subbed teasers and then be like well bet you wish shame. you were Chinese and you're like, <laughs> shame thanks. shame isn't it that you can't access this hmm. how about you Jesse um so for me my top three are definitely Netflix Vicky and Cocoa Netflix is just easier especially right now they've been tending to get the like dramas that i like especially with their partnerships Mm -hmm. um because i'm the ocn tvn a little Mm -hmm. bit grittier shows which like tend to be greater for international audiences and i think that's what like netflix is trying to like kind of pick up on to get like new members from their site and then secondary is vicky because of some of those OCN things because they do tend to be the mm. one to kind of get it if um, Netflix doesn't have it. But also like Vicky has a little bit more and then they have a little bit more like in the J-dramas category. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I can pick up a J-drama and that's fine. Um, and then with Cocoa, I actually uh, didn't think I was using it as much as I was. Um, like sometime last year, I was like, okay, no, I'm going to cut off cocoa and not spend the money. And then I realized I use cocoa a lot. And so mm-hmm. I actually like ended up like joining back on because I oh. missed it specifically with cocoa, besides some of the other like features that well, I'm sure we'll talk about later, their variety section mm-hmm. is the best. And if you're a mm-hmm. variety show watcher, it is the yeah. best for that. So I tend to kind of gravitate to that. Or also if I want to pick up older dramas, it's nice to have their Mm -hmm. stock. So for me, Natalia here, uh, I'm a bit of a streaming service hoe. Um, (laughs) So because of the way that my household's finances are set up, that's what I'm in charge of paying for (laughs) is the streaming services. So as long as I can make the money (laughs) to pay for them, I can have as many as I want. Um, so at the moment, I have currently Netflix, YouTube, Viki, Cocoa, iChi, and WeTV. And I occasionally have Crunchyroll. I'll get that on a month-by-month basis, like when I'm feeling in a real anime mood, you know? Like sometimes I'm just like, ooh, I really wish I could watch like 90 episodes of One Piece today. <laughs> And so I'm just like, mm, I'll pay the $8, you know, like, it's like a rental fee. Like I'm renting a DVD mm-hmm. for a month, you know, <laughs> I would say like primarily I use Netflix and Cocoa because I, Cocoa, as I said, for like the variety stuff and uh, Netflix is just, you know, there's so much and my whole family leeches off my account. So it's all literally they all do. They're all, they all made their own profiles. And I'm like, who are you people? Like, (laughs) (laughs) anyway, I've reason I've gotten into WeTV though, as probably will be mentioned, there is a bit of an issue with, uh, one, the app is very hard to navigate and the content is wildly varying. So you'll, you often have to use technological means to place yourself in new locations shall we say um and then like for viki i really 
I use I watch a lot of Viki because you know they got all the J they got a bunch not all but they have a larger selection of J dramas than most other sites do and um, I spend more time on YouTube than is probably healthy for a human being. <laughs> See, I do YouTube, but I don't like necessarily for Asian yeah, content. It's like, like for everything else. It's for everything. Like it has all, you know, like it has like the GMM TV stuff, um, which is great. And then it has all my just Minecraft videos, just endless, endless Minecraft videos. So, you know, it's it's got a little bit for everyone. Oh, and I also use Line TV a lot, but that one is free, so. And we'll get into that later. Uh, but yeah, so that's basically, those are those are what I get up to. And like, for what's, my priorities is like, I like a variety because I like watching a lot of different types of shows, which is probably why I have so many different streaming services because I can always find something that I feel like watching. That's my, you know, you sometimes you're not in the mood for this type of, you want to, you know, you're in the mood for, you know, something else. Yeah, what about you, Sky? Uh, I'm pretty similar to Jesse. So Netflix has had Netflix forever, way before, way before I was yeah. into Asian dramas. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's actually how I got into Asian dramas was Netflix. So Netflix. When I started getting into Asian dramas and when I got more into them, they didn't have as many. But now mm-hmm. they've upped their catalog a lot. Yeah, quite mm-hmm. a bit. Yeah. To where Vicky for me, aside from the j- occasional J drama. I wish I could quit Vicky. I really wish I could. I but I, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> They've got No. It's what happens is there will be a big popular K drama, mm-hmm. and it won't end up on Netflix. It'll end up on Vicky. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. or it'll be one of my K-pop boys in a drama, and it's only on Vicky. So, like, I've just given up the fact that I usually can't quit Vicky. To, you try and it sucks you back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because for me, I also have a Cocoa membership. So that's mm-hmm. why for me, for a lot of general things, I would prefer to use Cocoa because of mm-hmm. the subs are quicker. Yeah. But honestly, if you do look at the, even the K-drama catalog between Vicky and Cocoa, Cocoa kind of does like weekenders and yeah. some older mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. and web dramas and stuff, which is all good things. But Vicky kind of has a little bit more variety, kind of. So anyway, and I do watch some variety shows so, and K-pop stuff. So Cocoa is really, really good for that. That's why I wish I could quit Vicky. I would love to just have Cocoa on. I call wish it good. I knew how to quit you, Vicky. <laughs> because anyway, the relationship with that we'll talk about later. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I-G-E? Is that how we say it? I G E. I have had that membership. I had it longer than I knew I had it. I thought I canceled it for a while. <laughs> a classic, a classic caper. Uh-huh. Because pretty much what got me there, I, I was watching, I don't even remember what specific show I was watching, a specific, I think K-drama, it might have been C-drama. And it was done, or I kind of lost interest in it or something to where I was like, well, catalog-wise, it wasn't having anything I needed to continue. Mm-hmm. Watch. Guess what? Now that I've Quit the membership. Yeah, they've got <laughs> so much more stuff. It's how they get you. It's how they get you. So, and the way, speed. And the way, we'll talk about them later too, but the way mm-hmm. they lock things, it actually becomes a thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a YouTube membership. Um, I do not use YouTube a lot for dramas. Some, every once in a blue moon, friends, or a random K drama. Every once in a while, you'll find a random K-drama legally on YouTube yeah. or Korean movie. So, like, mm-hmm. Pirates, 
is on YouTube. Don't know why, but it's there. So Beauty Inside is also there too. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. A so a lot of older stuff too. Like there's the Korean classic channel put out by like I think the Korean government or something, and there's like old stuff on there. So. So I don't spend a lot of time with that, but occasionally when it just kind of hits me, uh, sometimes mm -hmm. I find stuff there. So those are the ones that I have like subscriptions and stuff to. I typically don't just peruse a subscription site to see what they have to offer. I don't do that very mm -hmm. often. I usually go onto a site with a specific show in mind that I'm looking for. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that being the case, sometimes I am looking for who has this show. So I end up on other platforms Luckily, they're usually free ones that I just have to put up with ads or something. Yeah. So I end up on other platforms. So I might have like accounts on them, but I don't have memberships anywhere else. Mm. And it's usually for a one-off. Well, I couldn't find this anywhere else. Therefore, I watch it here. So I've been, I've been around the block or definitely Korean movies. They're kind of scattered lots of places mm -hmm. too. So I go here and there for things. I don't, I don't just stick to like Netflix or something. So was all of our first drama sites Netflix or no? Yeah was for me okay. yeah yeah okay that's interesting I mean, it was like, but it's still happening today so the, gate, the gateway drug it it is is the i remember gateway. talking to somebody like in the chat on a like online game that i played and and we realized we were both watching korean dramas and i said something about you know she's like what have you watched and i was listing off sort of the older stuff that was available on netflix and she was like didn't you say your sister watches dramas and it was like yeah and she's like then why didn't she tell you to get drama fever and Vicky? Like, what is wrong? Yeah. Like, why are you she, wrestling she's been holding, with the, She's like, been holding back on you. And my sister was like, when I said something to her, she was like, I'm pretty sure I told you about them. You just weren't listening. I'm like, okay, well. I'm listening now. So now I believe we are going to go through the five major platforms, all of which we previously mentioned, and talk about their specs and benefits and all that and i believe we are going to start with vicky amanda take it away so vicky it's mostly i'm gonna say mainly k-dramas there is a lot of other stuff but mostly what people go there for is the k-drama content initially anyway they've been getting a lot more chinese and taiwanese stuff been getting a lot of more thai stuff but not enough that they've bothered adding a tab to their you know website and their apps and stuff so when finding the Thai content on there is a bit of a you have Search. to know what you're looking for it it won't just come to you but yeah Korean Japanese Chinese Taiwanese Thai they produce some of their own shows or help you know semi-produce some of their own stuff which is good their websites available in like eight different languages. So um, it's pretty accessible. I'm not entirely certain exactly which countries it's available to. I know it's available to basically all of the Americas. So North and South America is its primary audience. And then it's available, spotty available elsewhere. So if you're in the North Americas, probably almost 100% of the content on the website is going to be available to you, assuming memberships and whatever else. Um, if you're elsewhere, I think the the one Tumblr blogger that I saw who had gone through with a VPN to find out where 
what dramas or what percentage of the dramas were available everywhere. She said, if you're in South Korea, you can legally like download Vicky, get yourself a membership and everything. There was one drama that you were allowed to watch. Like, <laughs> that was, it was like one Korean drama you could watch if you were so inclined. Yeah, so. so region locks are a thing that definitely happen on yeah. Vicky. Yes, definitely. Sure. And it it's, can be very frustrating because sometimes it's, inexplicable it doesn't usually happen for any of us because like i said it is pretty catered to north america so most of what we're going to want to watch is going to be available to us but when you're hanging out on twitter and somebody will go oh where are you watching that and you're like vicky and they're like oh okay like (laughs) they're like oh can't you get vicky and they're like yeah i've got vicky it's got like you know six dramas available to me (laughs) and they're not good about showing you like there's Mm -hmm. not a way to um like a tab to click or something so that it'll only show you stuff that's available in your region so you have to like go in click on it try to watch it and then get told no this isn't available to you so it's happened to me before and i find it's this it's similar on the roku when you don't have a membership like if you go into the apps on your phone and stuff it'll say very clearly standard pass free to watch Mm -hmm. plus pass right like right under the title so you know which ones you can click and which ones you can't kind of thing on the roku None of that information is available until you're actually clicked through to, you know, the show. You have to click and click again, and then there's the show, and oh, I can't watch this. Great. Out I go. Like, so it's a little annoying that way. Do you think that uh, a lot of some of that stuff is also um, left over from how Vicky used to run its site? Because mm-hmm. uh, Vicky used to be like really fan run, and like mm-hmm. you would essentially have shows and people would campaign to do the subs for it, and it yeah. wasn't like really a like a do they still maybe do legal that? thing? Uh, I don't think so because I don't think it was ever legal or anything oh. that they were doing. <laughs> um, but oh. uh, so oh. like you would have like a person like have a fan page for a show then to get the subbing team for it and then do all that stuff and i i think that like some of like just the not top priority of their tech is cleaning that out and Mm. or the way that they like hold on to the pages of older shows that maybe they've uh their licenses have expired because sometimes they come back and i think it's just like so it's an easier yeah, so they don't, transition. They don't have to, yeah, they don't have to recode it in. Yeah, so sometimes it might tell you that this isn't available in your region and it's not available in anybody's region because Vicky doesn't have any rights to it anymore at mm-hmm. all. But like, you know, they're hopeful that maybe someday they will again. So they just leave it there. I don't know. As far as what languages their subbing is available in, English for sure, Spanish, Portuguese. It's hard sometimes to find French. exact numbers on how many languages are available because if you go into any given show probably what you're looking at is 25 to 30 available options including things like Finnish and French and Hindi there's a lot of options but Vicky says that their subs are available in hundred over 160 different languages but I think that that has more to do with the fact that a couple years ago they tried to introduce like a 
bot translator, which didn't go oh. over really well with the, the subbers. No. Um, but I mean, when you have a bot translating, you can pick any language, right? Google Translate can give you anything you want. Is it going to be good? No, but <laughs> it'll be there. So. It'll be a direct word for word translation, <laughs> which is fucking indecipherable. What it heard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if there's background noise. You're so screwed. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, what I would say is if you're thinking oh well like you probably be guaranteed like spanish for sure um and english anything else give it a shot go have a check i mean their website translates into german english spanish french italian korean portuguese japanese and chinese and i think like uh, a lot of it is because they can't find subtitlers because as we often say on this show <laughs> vicky doesn't pay for subtitles so yes we're not Which, joking they literally don't they, they literally don't. do i not. mean maybe they give them some like swag like tote bags or something and free or, passes, or a like, free membership yeah like, that would be the extent yeah. of it from what That's i understand not being paid. Yeah. Free membership yeah. only comes after you've put in something like a thousand hours of of subtitles or something. It uh, membership isn't point. that like point. It's not like so, and that's yeah. why I want to quit it if we could. Uh-huh. I know. If only. If only. Basically, there's three levels of membership, so you can have a basic membership, which is an unpaid. You but at least it'll, if you're signed in, it'll keep track of what you were watching. Probably, mostly, sometimes it's and you, not And you don't even consistent. have to be, you can watch things without being signed in. Exactly. You can watch stuff without being signed in, but like, it's not going to, the app's not necessarily going to keep track of yeah. what you, you know. It's if not going to remember you. In, if you're signed in everywhere, then theoretically, the different apps will talk to each other and keep track of, you know, you were watching it on your tablet, and then you went to watch it on TV, and it'll pick up where you left off. Sometimes. Eh, sometimes. sometimes. It's not real consistent. It, it, Vicky tends to get buggy sometimes. So most of the Japanese stuff you could watch for free. Mm. A lot of the Chinese stuff, not all of it, but a, a fair bit of it. A few Korean things. Most of the Thai stuff you can watch for free. So that brings us to, is it the Vicky Plus Pass that includes the Cocoa content that's on Vicky? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Plus Pass. So the base pass, there's the standard pass. Standard pass is, gives you access to everything that's not Cocoa content. Mm-hmm. And then the Plus Pass adds the Cocoa content. Not all the Cocoa content, it's not, not everything. Not the subtitles. Yeah. No, not, not the, the subtitles. Yeah. Except for sometimes. Sometimes. Occasionally. <laughs> Occasionally. The ones like, that slip through. <laughs> you know what? I'm like proud of Cocoa. They're like, no, we paid our subs to do yeah. that. Not you know, like leech off of us like you do everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's just, it's so weird because the Cocoa, like the plus pass is so much more expensive than the regular pass and you still have to wait for your subs and what, you what, what is to... the price tag on it so i mean okay these are canadian prices i'm sorry i didn't like no it's fine play around but the regular pass is 66 dollars a year canadian the oh, plus pass is 135 dollars canadian a year so Which it's about 
double basically and something worth noting also with vicky is that usually around the end of the year sort of american thanksgiving new year's kind of thing they tend to have a sale and you can often get like the standard pass anyway for sale sometimes the plus pass goes on sale but not very frequently so in u.s dollars vicky standard pass is 4.99 per month now the standard pass also includes some of the movies like it used to be all the movies that they had but they've also recently added rentals so you can rent the newer movies and stuff for like five bucks a movie or something i'm not a fan not a fan no because <laughs> if we wanted that we would go elsewhere that has that type of thing yeah, yeah. for cheaper <laughs> yeah for, yeah for like three bucks and with membership you get hd quality you can't not have hd quality they don't have an option for you to turn it off when you have a membership you have a membership so you have hd quality now so if you've got slower internet that i used to have really slow internet and the hd like the pass and i would literally log out sometimes and watch with the commercials because it was the only way i could watch it in a lower quality and like Mm. have it stream properly so uh, you don't have options as far as that goes. And you can cast with Chromecast. So that's mm-hmm. that's a nice feature. If you, you know, don't want to mess around with your Roku, you can just cast it. Oh, one of the downsides as well, you can't screen cap. You mm. cannot, it, you can, you'll get a pretty little blank black square with, a, with the subtitles with the subtitles across the bottom so um, it depends on your device i screen cap fine yeah you can you can screen cap yeah so they're they're cutting more and more they it used to be you just couldn't screen cap the cocoa content but you could other stuff and now other stuff is getting blocked too if you're on the computer you can probably like yeah and that's how i usually watch it so yeah so if you're if you're watching on your on your laptop or your desktop you can Mm -hmm. still screen cap but the apps are increasingly blocking that ability so if that's very important ability to then you know watch on your laptop but other than that yeah it's available pretty much everything every platform like roku and tablets mm-hmm. and phones and computers they've also vicky websites. has also recently added a watch party function but yes. it's only on limited shows it actually works really well except i will say this is a little amusing aside that uh i have a watch party watching doom at your service right now every wednesday it will censor swear words in the private chat which we didn't realize until what, like, it was me. I swore first. And it just came up as, like, asterisks. So that, then, of course, it became, it became a game of, like, like, I'm sure that it started. Oh, no, that, no, it was like, then it was just like, all right, which words are sensitive? <laughs> um, two other, like, things that's special about Vicky that, like, may be of interest to people is, first, mm-hmm. it has uh, timed comments on all their content, mm-hmm. so you yeah. can have the uh, comments going on while you're watching it. I had tried it once and never will return again, but no, I know people know, like never. it. I don't know how you do, but, like, I'm not if you do. really gonna judge you, uh, <laughs> but it's there. Um, it's 
it's as it's as bad as you kind of think it is like if you like went to a reddit watch thread like what yeah. what are you expecting it's, yeah it's, um, kind it's of like, like it's one thing being if in you're a watch like, party later or something it's like, like it's like one thing if you're like watching it with friends mm-hmm. and you're yeah. all making comments together because it's a These conversation are internet strangers some of them yeah. very young um, yeah. And then the second one, I don't, I haven't heard a lot. So they might have like started to discontinue it. Although I still see it pop up on some titles. So mm-hmm. they might've just discontinued it and never bothered to take it off of things. They started a learning feature where you could learn oh, the language yeah. of the show. And so it was like an, a, like a special uh, subtitle. So you could like hover over a word and like, it will teach you how to do it. Mm-hmm. It was a lot on the Japanese content. It's still around. I see it pop up every once in a while, but I haven't yeah. actively heard Vicky talk about it. So, so is that Vicky? That's pretty that's much Vicky. in a nutshell. So, Coco is the next one we're going to talk about. We've covered some stuff. I'm going to go read back over it. So, as we said earlier, Coco, and just so you know, it sticks to Korean. Like mm. it doesn't mm. have any other countries that I could see. No, like it's not just Korean content. So, K dramas and. Like I said, the emphasis seems to be kind of weekenders, and they do have some some rom coms and stuff, but a lot of weekenders, um, web dramas. They also have even some documentaries, mm-hmm. uh, award shows. They kind of have just a melting pot of a lot of interesting things. It just doesn't cover quite the bandwidth that Vicky does, but the variety show tab like they have a lot of the variety shows that you're not going to find elsewhere um and a lot of k-pop shows and stuff like that so that is often what would lead someone to kokowa as far as the languages that i saw subtitled i i I didn't find a list i just had to click around to try to find i don't think because of the way they do pay their subbers they they're much more limited on Mm. the on what i saw for their on the English website, I only saw um, English and then sometimes Spanish and Portuguese. Mm. And th- those would vary because, like, for mm. instance, I pulled up Running Man Classics and it only had English and Portuguese. I was intrigued that it didn't have Spanish on there yet. So that's that. Subtitles do come out very quick, usually within a day or so, if not quicker. Sometimes it's a little faster even. There have been times it's really surprised me how fast. If you're just wanting to see the show without subtitles, the moment, like they're pretty good at uploading pretty quick. Yeah. As far as mm-hmm. without the subtitles, mm-hmm. they do upload it without them first. It does seem like the language subtitles are limited, at least on the English Cocoa site. Let's talk about pricing with Cocoa. They have three membership levels. The first is daily for 99 cents. It is not automatically renewed. Um, you have access for 24 hours when you do that. Monthly which is $6.99 per month. Um, You get a 14-day free trial with that. So you can try it and discontinue if you wished before they charge you. And that does automatically renew. The annual membership is $69.99 per year. And they say that there is a two-month discount. So the way you calculate that, it's a little less than if you did Mm -hmm. the monthly costs. And then... Anyone that's logged in, any member uh, has access to Taste 24 Hour, which is when the videos get uploaded. And for 24 hours since then, 
anyone who is a member, so I would think it would have to be a daily or a monthly member or an annual member, is able to see, I guess, I need to research the Taste 24 yeah. Hour. I wrote down exactly what they wrote. But now yeah. I'm... I'm Based, like, when I used to use it, because, you know, like I was cheap and, and that was, yeah, you'd, I'd be signed in. Like, I have an account with Cocoa, even though I don't pay for anything. So I sign in with my email address or whatever. And then, yeah, watch for the new episodes to get uploaded. And fingers crossed, this it's fully subbed before the 24 hours is up. And then I can sneak in there at midnight or whatever and watch what I want to watch and try to try to stay current enough that I don't have to pay the 99 cents to get caught up. But, mm -hmm. you know, now I have a, you know, plus pass it, Vicky. So I don't, don't chase the subs at Cocoa so much anymore. So the regions that are offered for Cocoa are North and South America. So that includes US, Canada, Mexico, Brazil, Puerto Rico, and more. The platforms that you can watch Cocoa on, you can watch on your browser, Roku TV, mm -hmm. Chromecast, AirPlay, Apple and Android apps for phones and devices. As far as I can see, I, there isn't any downloading. There's not even an HD difference that I can tell. It looks pretty basic. The playback looks fairly basic. Last time I tried with the Roku, not having a membership, like a paid membership, I couldn't access the Roku. No, you can't. You Correct. Have have, can't access you anything in. without a paid yeah. membership. So I very, I very just, recently tried that yeah. too, and it didn't work. They also have live beta for certain shows, definitely not very many. Then that, that is also, you have to have a subscription in order to watch that. It's sometimes it's K-pop music shows. Sometimes it's uh, Running Man. That, that's a thing they've been trying for six months to a year. It's been around for a little bit. Yeah. So I think Cocoa is a good, it, it's a, it's a good solid service. It's a good website. It's pretty limited as far as the scope is North and South America. Yeah. And you're only looking at one max of three subtitle languages. So, um, well, it's to be noted that this is only for three major yeah. networks. Yeah. So KBS, SBS, and NBC, yes. you're not going to find anything else outside of those companies. Mm, yeah. It's a, it's a joint effort between the- So if you're a, a TVN stan or an OCN stan, this is not for you. <laughs> may not may not may not give you what you're looking for so next i believe we have netflix the big daddy of streaming services <laughs> the one everybody knows and loves but probably doesn't mm -hmm. know exactly what you can do on it so netflix they have movies and dramas uh primarily they do have a like couple documentaries however most of the documentaries aren't like made by Asian creators. It's mm -hmm. kind of like a, you know, BBC or that sort of thing. And they do have some variety shows. They're very few and far <laughs> between. And the one caveat on that is that Netflix will never pay rights for music. music. So don't <laughs> expect much unless they actually own the variety show, aka like Buster. It's not worth it to watch it on Netflix. It's true. Just it's saying, true. if it's, it's your only option, it's your only option. But like, <laughs> you'll be watching Men on a Mission and EXO will be performing Dancing to not to their, their song. song. Yeah. 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 Some um, Gennaro tech music. Yes. <laughs> I, I always forget. I always forget until it happens. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. So 
they do have a bunch of stuff. It's just, you know, kind of limited in some of the areas. Their catalog includes obviously everywhere because it's Netflix, but I don't think people realize how everywhere that is just because we don't have that many hours on the time of the day to watch as much as we want. We only kind of stick to a, a small offering of what is in Asia. And you mm-hmm. can find dramas from literally every mm-hmm. country in Asia. And I'm talking, yeah. you wow. got your standard Korean, you yeah. got like your standard uh, Japanese, but you can do Filipino, Arabian, like Bhutan, uh, Indian, Laos. like any yeah. anywhere. Anywhere. There's a lot of Turkish on there lately. Um, also, something that like Netflix does is they will um, upload new and old content. And that new content, depending upon if it's like produced by Netflix or um, however they get the, the rights to it, the content could be airing. And so it could mm-hmm. be a weekly upload or it could drop all at once. I remember back uh, when Something in the Rain came out, Netflix didn't get the rights until after it and it became a lump sum immediately after it aired. So there's that, but they also do stuff like they'll upload something from 2014 as well. And this Mm -hmm. is not exclusive to Korean content. I've seen the Filipino like soap dramas be airing weekly and some Chinese stuff, Taiwanese stuff, like anywhere. Mm -hmm. So like- Even American stuff, like Riverdale aired weekly on Netflix. Why do I know? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So like, it's the like greatest amount of different types Coverage. of like stuff you can find on a streaming site. And because of that, the language selection is really, really great. This all varies on where you are located too, because your yeah. region dictates the laws that had to be done to get the certain title and like what they had to pay in some places pay differently than others. So like not all of Netflix content is the same for everywhere. So for languages, all the major languages that you can kind of like guarantee will be there is English, Spanish, French, Chinese, and the original show's language. Uh, Busted was in like, I think 14 different countries, Mm -hmm. uh, languages. Also, a lot of the content will be in closed captioning subtitles Mm -hmm. along with the regular subtitles. While they're not as inclusive as they should be, they are mm-hmm. more inclusive than most offerings. So pricing, there are three different options. Netflix only does monthly pricing. They don't do mm-hmm. any sort of yearly pricing. Uh, so first you have the basic, which is $8.99. That means that you can only have one screen watching something at a time. Uh, it also it means that you can only have one device downloading something at a time as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the standard is $13.99, which ups it to two screens, two downloads, and then the premium, which is $17.99, which is a four screen, four download. Mm-hmm. So it's like the family pass. While you can still have like a lot of profiles on your Netflix account, those pertain to when you're both watching at the same time. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. It is available everywhere. Obviously, I said the catalog changes. Netflix is available everywhere except China. Crimea, North Korea, and Syria. So as long as you're not in those countries, you can access Netflix. Netflix is also everywhere in like your viewing. You can watch it on the website, uh, phone app, all of the streaming media players um, Mm -hmm. and devices and 
like both the like smart TVs and the like casting mm-hmm. devices, like Roku, Apple TV, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. For like tech specs, uh, obviously I t- just talked about the offline download available, which is like the best feature, mm-hmm. especially if you travel mm-hmm. a lot or if mm-hmm. you are uh, like in places where you want to watch something, but you don't want to be using your mobile data for it. Um, so it just allows you to download it and then watch it like say when you're up in the air flying. They uh, have HD options but they're only offered for the standard and premium plans which is the two highest plans and like additionally the highest plan will have ultra hd so stupid (laughs) yeah i know it's probably for like the 4k you know players and that sort of thing so i know that a lot of people already know a lot about netflix and like already if you're watching asian dramas you're watching it basically there so you don't need much of a guidance on that they do have a lot of relationships with a lot of production studios and companies Mm -hmm. such as studio dragon a lot of their stuff goes on to netflix uh jtbc's partnership with them and then just this year Netflix announced a multi-million dollar investment plan explosion for Korea uh, and Korean produced content for their site. They built a bigger complex in Korea for Netflix stuff and they're putting more money into producing like Korean stuff. So that's where Netflix is getting bigger now in terms of like Asian and I'm sure it's going to continue on to like all the other places it can. Like, and I'm not sure if this is the same in the States, but in Canada, and I've checked it on all of my family's profiles, so it's the same on all of them. When you go into the TV section and you click like genres, they'll have just the big, you know, just like not the very specific genres that Netflix does, but like the big ones. And K-dramas is one of the big drama sections that they have listed under yeah and they've had that like that specific sub genre section for k-dramas for at least two or three years now so that like should tell you even if you even if you've never watched a k-drama on netflix they're easy to find they want you to find um, them other countries not so much but like Mm -hmm. they're they're getting a little bit better and their like suggestions will like always include like asian offerings it really is the best for everything but i would say variety shows Mm -hmm. um but like if it's your only option to watch something like men on a mission then it's your only option so like at that respect it's fine i i just met somebody yesterday that she she loves all types of Asian dramas and she only watches on Netflix. That's the only platform she has. But she's like, all of her coworkers are pretty much like, any Asian show, she's on it. And Netflix yeah, yeah. is her thing. Um, I mean, there's so much options. Yeah, right now, I, I think the majority of people who uh, started watching during the pandemic uh, watched because of Crash Landing on You. I think that's like the yeah. biggest one. Yeah, because they really they really push that like it's, advertising. It's definitely the on one that's site. been getting a lot of things. But like again, mm-hmm. there I think a lot of people don't realize because I think because there's the specific genre subcategory drop down menu mm-hmm. for K dramas that like there's an extensive catalog for the other countries yeah. and you should definitely move into looking at yeah. those. Yeah, definitely check out the international tag in movies and stuff. Like there's so much good stuff there. Mm-hmm. Like and they've been getting like i don't know how like this will change in the future but they have been getting major korean blockbusters Mm -hmm. now i say that because it they got them because of the pandemic so like that could change however it might not they might see that they're getting more money based on Mm -hmm. their numbers and stuff and they might transition into Mm -hmm. doing a lot more kind of blockbusters that would be airing or airing um like 
being on big screens mm-hmm. internationally it's on Netflix's which is awesome yeah because a lot of that stuff like is never gonna come to a big screen near us like it just isn't my big cineplex is not gonna quotation marks waste as one of its you know 12 screens on even doesn't matter how big of a blockbuster it is or how many like seats they could definitely sell to something like space sweepers but yeah they're just not gonna try they like no it's unless it's you know parasite and it won an oscar and even then it's probably going to come for like a sunday afternoon one you know one sunday afternoon special showing or something mm. and also good for people in like not metropolitan areas like who yeah live in like small towns and stuff there's more access to mm-hmm. well yeah just variety the than they'd be standard to. like access because your family probably already has the the account so it's not an additional yeah. expense for everyone mm-hmm. it's just you just get the content and then someone else could be watching something else exactly so next up we got youtube uh what type of content does youtube have what kind of content do you want because youtube (laughs) has anything except pornography and the only reason it doesn't is because it's against its terms and conditions so people try and they get rid of it so there's like two types of content there's like official content which comes from the official companies like you can have kbs has kbs world where they put up like the old drama specials um you have gmm tv which is a thai channel that puts up a lot of their shows uh yo yo english which is from yuku dramas which is a japanese company tencent video there's there's a huge amount of stuff on there with official channels there's also like um the music companies all put out their music videos if you're into k-pop so that's all on youtube um things like k-con is on youtube so and also on the other hand there's the unofficial content from regular people so you really love a show and you love like a ship on this show and you really wish that there was like a really emotive music video featuring those two people on the show Oh boy, YouTube has you covered because I guarantee there's <laughs> someone on there who has made that exact thing that you are looking for. And if there hasn't, you can make it and upload it for free. So it's, you know, it's pretty great. In addition, there is YouTube Premium, which does have YouTube specific shows and documentaries and films. Um, for example, we, we all love Top Management was a big one that we talked about. That was a you know web drama. Uh, they have they have a bunch of K-pop documentaries and stuff, and they're always getting more and more content on YouTube Premium. So it's it's pretty great. Now for the languages like what languages it's subtitled in, this is really video dependent. Um, sometimes there will be hard-coded subs, which means that the subs were uploaded as on the video and can't be changed. And other times there will be no subs, and sometimes there will be certain languages of subs depending on what the creators themselves or the uploaders have put on the videos. Um, YouTube also does have its closed captioning system, which I... The computer identifies the language that is being spoken and then puts subtitles in that language, but it is often hilariously incorrect to just incredible levels of amusement. A good thing about YouTube that I think most people appreciate is that it is completely free. You can watch anything except for the YouTube premium specific movies for free on YouTube, as long as you don't mind watching a couple ads. And... It's free to upload your own stuff on there if you want to, which is, you know, some people enjoy. But they also do have, as I said, the premium membership, which includes no ads on any videos. 
a YouTube music membership. So you could sort of like, you know, Spotify on YouTube. Uh, and as well as the access to their premium content, which is $12 Canadian a month for one person, or you can have a family account for 18 Canadian a month, which has up to five people in one household who all can put their own, because YouTube's owned by Google. So you have a Google account, which you sign in. So they can put five different Google accounts onto one premium service. As for the regions offered, anywhere in the world, YouTube is anywhere except in certain places where the government has blocked it. Like I believe China, North Korea, and Syria and Iran are the places. However, it seems pretty easy to get around those government restrictions because there are plenty of Chinese creators who have channels and upload videos and Syrian creators who upload about what's going on there. So it's, it's got everything. Well, it's got and there's a lot of Chinese, um, like companies that have yes. official, you know, channels. YouTube channels. So oh. I, I feel like it's not rigorously enforced this ban on YouTube. Like it is, but people get around it pretty easily. Um, as for watch platforms, basically any watch platform at this point uh, can run YouTube. It's You can watch it on your computer. You can watch it on any of your phones. It's on the Roku. It's on the Apple TV. You can cast it. It's on Android TV, Amazon Fire Sticks. It's on Xbox. Like, you can watch it on your Nintendo Switch. Like, you can watch it on your DS. Like, you can watch YouTube wherever you want to watch YouTube. They really make it quite easy. As for the technical side, you can download. You can download content to watch offline. You can choose your quality, like your video quality, while you're watching it. You can also make custom playlists of videos that you want to watch in certain orders that you want to watch them, as well as access other people's custom playlists, which is really nice for these official companies that will put out the uh, their shows. And usually like if we're talking like for, let's say uh, Thai shows, they'll put them out in like 10 minute chunks. So they'll, they'll be like part one of four, part two of four. And when they put it in a playlist, it'll just play all in order for you. And unlike uh, Netflix does not ask if you're still watching when you've been watching for a worrying amount of time, it's just like, it's okay. Keep YouTube doesn't judge. Keep going. Um, as for random info, you can make screenshots. Screenshots are a-okay on Netflix, not on Netflix, on YouTube. They're great. Um, some official YouTube channels, we got KBS World, we got Playlist Global, GMM TV, Yo-Yo English, which is from Yuku, Tencent, WeTV, MGTV, Yuku, which is another version of Yo-Yo TV. Uh, Korean classic films, as I mentioned before, and serial TV are some of the big ones where you can watch like officially subbed content. Um, as for our, our final frequently used site, we've got iQIYI, which is spelled I-Q-I-Y-I, if uh, you're wondering. It is mostly Chinese and Korean dramas, as well as animated shows. Not anime, like from Japan, but just animated Chinese shows primarily. It also has documentaries, movies, variety shows, mostly Chinese variety shows, and children's shows, which is interesting. It offers English, Korean, Thai, Malaysian, Indonesian, Vietnamese, Spanish, and Arabic sub subtitles, which I think is pretty, like, it's a pretty good yeah. level, right? Uh, it's 
as for the price, it's $8 Canadian. They do have like a few things that you can watch for free. So the problem with iQiyi, if you're watching for free, is that they'll like tantalize you in with a few episodes, okay? They'll be like, you can watch episodes one to three. And then suddenly it's like, but no more. And then eventually, maybe like two months later, it'll be like, okay, now you can watch none of them for free. We've changed our mind. <laughs> or now you can watch all of them for free. Consistency is, is not their strong suit. No, it, it, is, it is what it is. You know, it's the sort of thing that these, you know, it happens. Uh, but if you want to pay, it has $8 Canadian, which allows for two screens and... 1080p and you can download your videos to watch offline on the app which is pretty great and then there's 11 dollars for all the same but you can watch four screens at the same time so similar to how like netflix has theirs mm. set up regions offered <laughs> it is offered globally anywhere in the world except taiwan the reason for this is it is a chinese owned company and china uh, and taiwan do not do business with each other so yeah. No, none of, none of that. So everywhere but Taiwan, you can watch, like, Aichi has absolutely no regions blocked except Taiwan. They have phone apps, the desktop, Chromecast, Android TV, and Apple TV. There is currently no Roku app for it, but perhaps in the future. And also, I thought this was a kind of, well, you can take screenshots, which is, I double-checked. I was like, ooh, gotta check. Can my phone take the old screen of Shataroonies? It can. It also has for VIP members only, Dolby Digital Surround Sound, which you can turn on and off even on your phone. It'll like wow. up the quality of your sound. So I thought that was pretty cool. It's getting a lot. It's mostly Chinese stuff right now, but it has been getting a lot of uh, Korean content. I think they're going for more of the, the newer shows that are coming out. Yeah, they've so been they um, pushing for producing a lot of their stuff and taking mm -hmm. that stuff but it usually ends up that like i guess my in my head my theory is that vicky and iqii are uh, on a constant battle bus i think they are because um, it's like you know you've got the chinese company you've got the japanese company there's history there well you know also it's just that uh like if uh you don't find what you want on i what iqii is the only IQ, way i'm gonna say yeah. um if it's not there, that means that they've taken all the international to you rights and like North America's has probably got Vicky. Yeah. And that, and they also are doing stuff where like they're negotiating, getting the like delayed um, yeah. dramas and that sort of thing. So yeah, they're, I think they're not they have... best buds. No, <laughs> I, think, I think that, I think that Aichi has a very smart marketing and acquisition team. Uh, for what they're what they're up to I think that um, I personally think that if Viki was smart they would focus on broadening their Japanese yeah uh, ding, ding, their ding, Japanese ding. base because that's the only one that's not really available on as like Japanese content mm -hmm. is what's not available Japanese drama content anime yeah. Different ball game, but Japanese drama content is what's not available as widely as the other countries that you can find. So, if only there were a Japanese streaming site. Wait, Rakuten, <laughs> that's a Japanese company. Wait, huh? It seems <laughs> as though Viki might be owned by a Japanese. <laughs> mm. Weird. Weird. Curious. Curious. So, those Just are too like easy. The 
Don't Crazy. Like, and instead they just keep like getting more and more content that's available on every single other streaming site. Like, like so many of these streaming sites will be like, you know, it, this Chinese drama is only available here. And I'm like, really? Because I just saw six different streaming sites. So <laughs> theirs is the only place I can watch yeah. this. It's like, They're is this all really showing a, it. a Viki exclusive? Are, are you sure about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Spend less money on C dramas that everybody is showing that are free on YouTube. <laughs> no, what, what I think. Put that money what, into what J dramas like, for us. What sort of got me is I wanted to watch the drama Word of Honor. Word of Honor is available on everything. Everywhere. It is on Netflix. It is on YouTube. It is on Viki. It is on WeTV. Everywhere I go, it's like, you watch Word of Honor yet? I'm like, I'm crying. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're going with uh, still specific to Asian dramas, but maybe slightly less well known or well used or slightly, you know, more thematically specific. Uh, we have some some more information on some of those that you may not have heard of so yeah and we're not going to go very detailed into no no no, no. These are just we'll quick. have like the information on like a written platform but like just a a gloss just over a on quick, these a quick little we tv we've already talked about it a little bit it's a newer one smaller it's one that well we all were watching manner of death on it uh, again it's one of those sites that plays a little fast and loose with its VIP versus not VIP and now it is and now it's not and you can watch it for free but no not today but maybe next week and so like Manner of Death was free but delayed and if you had VIP then you could you know watch it the week it came out and then suddenly you know like episode 10 came out and they block region blocked that, forever that's a very late that's that's a late it was really weird and now <laughs> going back to have a look it's all completely unlocked yeah, again you so, can all watch it yeah so <laughs> men are death back on the menu if you so desire there is a vip membership that you can buy it is six dollars a month or 55 dollars a year canadian anyway i signed up for a a, a base membership or like you know, just signed into the website using my Google Play account, like my Google ID or whatever. And then I could pay with Google Play. Mm-hmm. So it, I didn't need to like jump through any, you know, I need a Chinese phone number shenanigans. So um, yeah, it's got its availability for languages, um, English, Thai, Chinese, Indonesian, I think Aramaic, but I don't read Aramaic, so it looked like Aramaic to me, but could be wrong. Um, Japanese, Korean, Portuguese, Spanish. Um, Mm -hmm. You can sign in with Facebook or Google or whatever. Uh, A lot of these have, like, if you can sign in through your SNS if you're in China, but I don't have a Chinese phone number, so I don't go that route. Um, the content availability, there's a variety. Like it tends to be, mo- I would say mostly Chinese, but also a fair bit of Thai. There's some Filipino stuff on there. Um, it says Japanese, but I didn't really see any, but I wasn't searching super hard. So I probably think it also there's depends a little. On- which country you're in it's it's one that has a wild difference between different countries yeah 
Uh, it does have variety shows and dramas and some movies. I just downloaded a Filipino one the other day. Some animated stuff. Your streaming varies. You can watch it in 144p up to 1080p and everything in between, depending on what you like. It has playback speed options, which I kind of like sometimes to speed her up if it's, you know, a draggy kind of show. It's available not on Roku, but like tablets and web browsers and phones and whatnot. And one of the things that I did like on it, a couple of the the fun options on it. One, you can download even if you don't have a paid membership. So that's nice. Like I said, got a Filipino movie about witches. Downloaded right now. You can screenshot. So that's, you know, again, if that's important to you, it's an availability. And in your settings, you can click a little button that, which is very important, C-drama watchers will know. You click this little button and it will skip all those opening, opening credits, credits and ending credits that like <sighs> tell you what the entire show is in those first two yeah. minutes. If you've never seen a C-drama, the opening and the ending credits will tell you everything that happens in that show. <laughs> everything. So you better the entire show. skip. You better be willing to fast forward through so, those. Yeah. So if you don't care and you want to watch, more power to you. But for those of us who don't like that, I, that's a, a nice option to have. The quality of what's available is, eh, like, there's a lot there. There, it's there's fair variety, but it's not sort of cornering the market in anything really. Like, there's going to be a few dramas that are specific to the WeTV platform, and you can't watch anywhere else. But, like I said, a lot of the stuff that says WeTV only, I'm like, I watched Hello Mr. Goo on. YouTube, it's also on Vicky. It's also on, also on like Mango and WeTV. And so, all, but all of these sites all say it's an exclusive one for their site. So I don't, I don't know what exclusive means anymore. The word has lost all meaning. And as I mentioned, Mango TV, that's another one of these subscription services, um, sort of a smaller one. It's another one that I, when I first checked it out, I was not impressed. I didn't like the quality. It was very hard to find subs. It was very hard to figure out what's subbed and what's not. They have really upped their game in the last few months. So went to check it out again for this. They now have a sub channel within the app. So not on the web browser. You have mm -hmm. to, on the web browser, you have to search the title of the show you want with the words subbed content or subtitled in it mm -hmm. and then it'll bring it up but on the app there's a, a separate sub channel and you can be guaranteed if you click on that everything listed is going to have subtitles um, they sub in a variety of languages like Malaysian and Indonesian and there was Japanese and Vietnamese and English and Thai. And you can, again, log in with like your Google account or whatever. You can pay with your Google Pay. You can watch all kinds of stuff for free. The VIP is like two bucks a month or like 40 wow. bucks a year. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it was, I think it was this one. Shoot, I wrote it down. 
it was either this one or WeTV and they offer you like one of those sort of, it's like two bucks a month. Yeah, it was this one, two bucks a month um, for Mango TV, but for your first three months, it's only 99 cents. Nice. So, you know, it's a pretty good deal. Pretty, pretty nice. What does VIP give you? No commercials and downloads. You can download if you've got VIP. But pretty much everything's available. Like there's a few things content wise, but they do that thing that Vicky used to do where it's like they release the stuff later. So mm -hmm. if you're VIP, you can watch it right now. If you don't care and you don't mind, like I think one of the dramas I was looking at was currently airing up until like last week. And you can watch up to like episode 36 of 40 right now. So wow. you got to wait like a week or something. So it's mm -hmm. not a big deal on what you wait for. It also has the skip title and end credit option, uh, which I love. Lots of playback options in speed, like 480 through 720 available. And then there's that if you're VIP, you can watch like the Blu-ray quality or something they call it. Subs in tons of languages. You can make gifts in the app. Yes, that that's my that was like the wildest thing that I found. I'm like everybody else is like blocking you and no, no screenshotting here. Literally in the app, they have a screenshot button and a gif button. They're like, "No, no, please do." We would like and free literally free advertisement for this yeah. show. So, if you yeah. click that screenshot button, it'll take a screenshot and then it'll pop it up onto your screen. Is this a screenshot you want? Yes, it is. You can either just save it to your phone or across the bottom is the option to connect it and tweet it and share it on Facebook and Instagram it and whatever you want to do with that screenshot. Mm -hmm. And then it will automatically, you know, connect it to your Twitter and tweet it. I think there was an option that you could have it set up that it would delete the screenshot once you had used it if you wanted to have that option. So if you didn't want to have a ton of them saved on your phone, you just wanted to share them all on Twitter, that's an option you have. It does the same thing with the GIF feature. You click on that little GIF feature and then you decide whether you want, you know, two seconds or 10, uh, 10 seconds and anything in between. And then save it to your phone or send it off into the, the internet. So yeah, Mango TV, props to you. I'm, I'm impressed. The one thing I have found a little annoying with Mango TV is that I need to constantly click for the English subs. So mm -hmm. there's no, it doesn't know that I always want the English subs. The player doesn't keep that yeah. information. So each, like if I'm watching a 40 episode drama for each episode, I'm going to have to go in and choose English subtitles. So but it's a small price to pay for the price that I'm not actually paying to watch these free shows. So it's a small I, price to pay for free. Yeah. Know? Yeah. You know, I'm not unhappy about it. Kind of like Cocoa having all of the KBS stuff. They've got all the mango stuff. So mm. some of their stuff is available elsewhere, like YouTube and stuff. But a lot of the stuff that doesn't show up anywhere else is, is there. So very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So On Demand China, as a preface, it is a part of the 
it's called ODK Media. It's a part of the One Demand Korea, On Demand Korea hmm. parent company. Um, it's set up very, very much like On Demand Korea. It's pretty much for, it's built for Chinese speaking watchers to be able to watch that broadcasting. It's only available in North America right now, very limited, but they have a very small handful of English subtitled stuff. And just like On Demand Korea, you just really have to go, you can't use the search bar to find that. The only way I ran across it even is I was looking for a very specific show that was literally nowhere else. And I found it and it happened to have English subtitles, but they do have some and they have Chinese, Taiwanese, very, very few Korean, but some new Korean ones and very few Japanese. And the Japanese ones did look older and they definitely, none of the Japanese had English subtitles or anything on it. So that's the stuff that it has. It, so for me, it, it's not a hugely viable thing for mm-hmm. needing English subtitles and that, but every once in a while, it might have something unique to find. So I, I was looking for a Taiwanese show. It was the only place that I could find it with English subtitles. I, I went and I read about On Demand China and they are looking to expand. So it is possible that in the future, this will be more of, there mm. might be more English subtitles in the future, but they started in 2018. They haven't been around all that long. So the next one is View. It's an Asian company and it exists pretty much for the Asian audience. 16 markets, but it's not just Asia, but because South Africa also. For some Mm -hmm. reason, you have pretty much a lot of the Asian countries and South Africa. I asked my buddy Jane, her mom has a view membership because that is where she watches Penthouse. That is the only thing that's pretty much keeping (laughs) her on view. But (laughs) view view has a very good, if, if you're in the Asian countries, it is a very, there's a big variety. They have like Malaysian dramas and South African dramas. So pretty much the markets that they cater to, they also carry that content. Hmm. And that's pretty cool. You can have free ad supported or you can do the premium. So get rid of the ads essentially. And Jane said that the ads they're pretty bad as far as every 10 minutes you get ads. She's like, it's noticeably worse than YouTube. Like it's lots Vicky's of ads. like that too. It's horrible. And they do have some view original content and they are the number one streamer from Asia. So like they're very proud of that. And mm. they, they very much corner the market for those countries to where Jane used, used to pretty much watch view. She's only now starting to finally look at Netflix. It, view had enough for her for quite some time so the only reason she was looking at netflix is she was interested in some anime so netflix was the one to carry that Mm. but for a lot of things now she did say she really wants j dramas they do have some j dramas they're the older ones they're not they're not the new stuff Mm. which Mm. is what she would want so thank you jane for all of your help with that oh jane thanks jane real mensch real mensch man we love we love you, Jane. <laughs> hearts, finger hearts. <laughs> On demand Korea. We started talking about that. Uh, it is, as uh, Sky said, it is a platform that was solely built for Koreans who were living in North America. Um, so it is heavily focused on those whose language is first language is Korean or only language is Korean. So you have options on the site to uh, view it entirely in Korean, like Hmm. login and everything. 
and it only became a option for international audiences when drama fever died literally within like a week of drama fever dying on demand korea was like hey what's up (laughs) um so originally like it had a couple of offerings but for the most part their entire catalog was just raw uploaded korean and maybe later they would add korean subtitles um since then they've added uh english subtitles and it was for a while a brief moment when they first like came into the scene because of you know the demise of drama fever uh it was kind of the the option for the ocns and the Mm -hmm. tvns Mm -hmm. however within this past year or two that's changed so it's not really the only place for it but it does have some dramas airing that um other places won't have they have reality shows documentaries kids shows live sports live news um, they even have a like their own uh, streaming device. It's called the uh, um, oh, what's it called ODK Box, and mm-hmm. it's essentially uh, like a Roku, uh, where you don't have your half a phone or a computer to watch everything that's on their site. So, really, it's catered and for Koreans, and mm-hmm. it gives them kind of like what they would have as their normal channels um, and that sort of thing. It does, however, have a partnership with Cocoa. It's not very big, uh, but it does mean that uh, Cocoa offerings on the site are only included in one of their membership levels. Mm-hmm. They do have a free membership level with ads, but they're, um, you're limited on what you can watch because there's a lot of stuff that's only for the premium and up. And then it greatly reduces the amount of movies that you're have access to and then they do have the 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 premium which also adds uh available to chromecast and some of the other apps some that's locked within the free then you get more access to like all their content they do rentals as well for their movies and they used to do the 99 cent model Mm. that cocoa does now they don't but they do still do the the cocoa 24 hour taste model Mm. their model used to be straight up exactly like cocoa's Hmm. so but yeah so you can get on a bunch of different platforms too once you actually have to pay for it yeah and it's really kind of the best place if you have a Korean living in your household that like may have like limited English and you still want to watch stuff, you both can enjoy the site together. I think that's like the, would be the biggest mm. draw for this. If you like were living with a mother or grandparent or something like that, that you both could find stuff in your native language. Um, but it's just not as extensive on the English stuff. Uh, but man, if they did all their like variety show stuff, they get, <laughs> Yeah, um, they get they get a lot. They get everything, mm. and I will say that if you are like me, who loves who they love so much that they'd watch like stuff non subtitled, it's the best place to find it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when like um, Jungmin and, and Young Sang and Hugh Jung were all doing kind of like the variety show things like a, a year or two ago, I was only able to find the raw content of their variety mm. shows on there. So it was nice to like be able to at least watch and like yeah, figure yeah. out kind of what was going on or like, you know, 
them doing a performance, a little snippet of the song or whatever. So that was like the best thing for. Yeah, a legal um, site because yeah. other than that, you won't find it. Yeah, I mean, like, it's huge. They even have, like, home shopping and stuff. It is literally straight up just a, it's like a TV. Um, so I'm going to briefly talk about Asian Crush, because Asian Crush used to be a platform that I, I just assumed may not be a legal site. However, uh, <laughs> it kind of proving to be a, a legal site. And it's also one of my up-and-coming favorites of the uh, newer stuff, with the, which is getting more content. They don't have many dramas but they do have a lot of movies if you've ever been searching for a movie trailer or something on youtube chances yeah. are you've seen asian crushes upload of 30 minutes of the movie yeah um this is who i'm talking about uh, <laughs> they have kind of one of the best i guess amazon technically has the best in movies but like asian crush has the best in like horror movies mm -hmm. but like you can also find some documentaries they have anime and they're actively like looking for retro mm -hmm. anime that's one of their like kind of ends it is another place where you can watch it uh free with ads they have an app on roku they have like most of like the places like amazon fire apple tv you can get apps and you can use those apps even with the freebie it's just i've noticed more ads when it's on the app than it is on website. It is still in beta. The site can be a little chunky and mm. kind of stop and time out a lot. It's not terrible, but it's mostly if you're like really trying to search a lot, it, it just doesn't like that. Yeah. Um, but they do have a monthly option that's $4.99 USD and then an annual that's 50 bucks USD. Uh, so if that's something like it's the like something that you want to look into. Uh, it's definitely only in North America and it only has English. There's no other like subtitles, but it is a small site, small mm. company. But what I will say, it is very inclusive on LGBTQ content. And I'm saying LGBTQ. I think a lot of places right now have like decided to do stuff, but they're only doing BL. And this is mm. not the case with Asian Crush. They exclusively yeah. talk about all so you're gonna get a variety of that they even have like a they do like cocoa where they kind of like give you the playlist or like netflix mm -hmm. does too where they like these are some of the picks they have uh yeah. like a a pick of movies japanese chinese korean anime um and i do think they're they're gonna expand more because when you search like parameters in the site um it comes up with like mongolian and Taiwanese and stuff they don't have anything on there but like it's they're encoded already so I think that like their that goal. just indicates that that's one of their goals yeah so it's definitely cool. one of the newer stuff and it kind of maybe possibly looks sketchy but it's not and it's just a smaller place and I think that they're just, they're just kind of quietly trying to get things mm. love affairs in the afternoon is on there that like oh. I was like surprised to see because I had watched that J-drama the first like two or three episodes like years ago on it was probably on drama fever and yeah. then lost it and then like I was like oh man I kind of want to finish that well I can now because it's there so if you're definitely if you're looking for movies it's your best bet however they do have other things line tv is a Japanese company that is popular in Thailand so all of its content is 
primarily Thai television shows and variety shows. And it was just in the past year that the app opened up internationally to Argentina, Australia, Brazil, Cambodia, Canada, Colombia, Hong Kong, India, Korea, Laos, uh, Malaysia, Mexico, Myanmar, Peru, the Philippines, Russia, Singapore, Thailand, again, the, they were already in Thailand, US and Vietnam. Um, it is subtitled in English, Korean, and Thai. However, most of the shows you can only reliably find English subtitles on. So there will occasionally be Korean and Thai, but it's primarily English subtitles. There is no paid option on the Line TV app. It is only watch with ads. So they'll play it as, as like I said, many of the Thai shows, they'll cut them up into chunks. So it'll be like part one of four. And before each episode, there will like, for each chunk, there will be an ad. So there is at the moment, no paid option for that. It is available on iOS and Android, desktop, Chromecast, and Android TV at the moment. And you can watch uh, quality, like the, the quality in the app can go up to 20, 2160p, which is like super high HD. And you can change the watch screen and take screenshots. So it's pretty good if you like Thai television. So it's that's basically what it has. And finally, we have a relatively newer one called Gaga Ulala, which is rather interesting. It's a Taiwanese service, which means it's available anywhere except for China and North Korea. Um, that is specifically only LGBTQ content. And not only is it only LGBTQ content, they have a subservice called GOL Studios, where LGBT filmmakers can submit their work to be on the platform as well as connect with other LGBTQ filmmakers to like uh, collaborate with each other on. It's primarily Asian content, but I have seen some things from like Poland, South America. So basically it's worldwide, but primarily since it started in Taiwan, it's primarily Asian content at the moment. It has a limited free catalog. So they'll have like a free section. You can watch anything you want in the free section. And then you get access to the full catalog for 1050 Canadian a month. It's available on iOS and desktop. Unfortunately, since it's a very small, very new service, I think like eight months, like in the last eight months, uh, it does only go up to 720p and there are no downloads available at the moment. They're only streaming, um, but they do do some original content. Like they just came out with an original Taiwanese show about two, a, a gay couple who have a kid, but neither of them told their parents that they were married and adopted a child so neither of the parents know that they're gay so it's like a really interesting thing and they have like a thai show that just came out that they did there with a very sort of controversial director who has been speaking out against the bl industry so it's a show about the horrors of the bl industry anyway it's really interesting they're very committed to like activism and lgbtq spaces and stuff so it's if that's what you're looking for it is a good service to check out and they have a bunch of cool stuff like they've got like a lot of like indie films and you know short web dramas and like so it's it's mostly more of like a indie vibe to it um and if you're wondering what the title means i actually in my research found out that gaga and lala are taiwanese slang terms for gay and lesbian so it's in french 
gay or lesbian gaga ulala but huh. you know they're they're inclusive all right, all gender identities and sexualities yeah so those are like basically the other primarial services there are a few services that have very limited asian dramas so for example hulu has a very limited drama catalog most of which are also available on other services so it's like you're not going to be getting new like original new content at the moment uh for asian television series on hulu um, i'll say about limited- hulu that so like if you see a j drama that's being produced by hulu that's not going to show up on no, North no, there's American not, no, Hulu. No, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. <laughs> they also have a very limited Asian film catalog. Um, and who knows? They might get more. We don't know. Like, let's, we don't know. Um, but they do have like mostly North American stuff. So if you have a family who also wants to watch that, there's that. And that's $5 a month for watching with Edge, which I always thought was kind of... Hmm, well i don't like the ads if you have to pay yeah yeah and it goes and then the prices range from that to all the way up to 70 dollars a month for live television with no ads yeah so it goes like you have like a a huge range as it were Um, it's good to know for people that already have hulu through whatever service it's like oh by the way there is some asian content yeah they're like i'm talking there's like seven asian dramas but they have a handful of movies too. Yeah, yeah, they do have like things that are big yeah. things like Parasite and the host. Yeah. and um, oh, so, like Hulu. Movie, if you haven't like, if you don't know Hulu, their actual prime like mm-hmm. thing is airing network shows yeah. in the U.S. So, so it's pretty much only really available in the U.S. for the one that we looked into. Like, it's not even available in Canada without a VPN. So very limited locale as well um amazon prime has some asian films a few asian shows but very limited and they also have anime so if you're into that they do that they do allow watch parties on twitch which is pretty fun i have to admit and other sort of watch parties with most of their shows content varies dramatically by region and i find that the search parameters are a lot more difficult to find what you're looking for unless you already know that it's on the service. So they don't have like, you can't, there's not like an international section you can go to in their television or TV. And it's like, they don't, I find, especially on the website, they really don't make it that easy to find the different categories. That you're like, you have to scroll for a while. Um, if you have Amazon Prime, you already have this, even if you didn't know that you had this. So. <laughs> It's, it's bundled with it together, um, and it is available worldwide except for China, Iran, North Korea, and Syria, so that's pretty great, and it's eight bucks Canadian a month if you're in Canada. Finally, for another limited catalog for dramas, we have Crunchyroll. Oh, Crunchyroll. Um, this is, Crunchyroll's aim is anime, so Japanese animated shows and films, but they do have a few Japanese live action dramas on there. Not very many, but a few. 
Um, they have a phone app. It's available on desktop, Chromecast, Roku, and like, you know, other, you know, AirPlay, that sort of thing for the television. It's available worldwide, but content does vary by region. I saw like a breakdown where it was like the U.S. has the most content and then it's like Canada, then it's like Britain, then it's Mexico. And it's like they, the numbers filter down and down until it's like it goes from like 800 shows in the states to like 200 and some and wherever the last one was so there's there's a big variety but mostly anime so they have a limited free catalog so you can watch a few episodes of some shows for free um and then full access to all of their stuff is eight dollars a month and that's crunchyroll if you want some of that sweet anime goodness and they got they got lots of like lots of anime like they're like the shows. number one source for yeah. subtitled yeah. and like dubbed anime. i used to i used to go to an anime convention back when conventions were a thing in montreal and it was literally sponsored by crunchyroll like crunchyroll was there being like come to our anime viewing rooms friends <laughs> <laughs> so so next we have some sites that not, don't have much now but maybe getting some in the future and i believe we don't have much quickly anything but yeah, hitting the news a little while ago, really big was that uh, Apple TV Plus uh, had the rights to the extremely popular book Pachinko, um, and they snagged Lee Min Ho to star in this mm-hmm. drama. So I believe it's supposed to come out sometime next year. I believe maybe later this year, but they don't really have much in like apple tv is a platform that you can stream all these other channels we've been talking Mm -hmm. about on and then they have like their plus section where they have some original content and stuff Mm -hmm. there's not really much going on there asian content wise right now but like i said this pachinko is going to come out so that might be the start of some big things and if you already have apple tv plus then cool and you might not know this but if you've bought an apple product you do have it so you should go check it out play with it apparently you get it for free for a year when you buy an apple product check it out or don't i if i wouldn't i wouldn't go there for asian content not yet anyway maybe no but i know there's also like another drama coming out that's exclusive to them so yeah i I don't think they're gonna slow down no it it yeah kind of like netflix sort of tipped their toes in and then jumped all the way in it seems like some of these other places are doing that same thing disney plus again similarly we got recent news over the last few months that um they're going to be producing a k-drama called our police course um about police trainees kang daniel is set to star in it uh when i looked it up on my drama list it's listed as one episode so it might not actually be a drama as much as like a a made for tv movie type situation but again it seems like the kind of thing that they're maybe testing the waters and see where they go from there i mean again i wouldn't get disney plus for Asian content. That's not what you're going to get yet. there. Not yet. Not yet. But if you're like me and you've got kids and a family and, you know, we're watching it for other stuff. So I will enjoy the 
the K-drama bonus when it starts landing. So, hmm. And then TV Ing, which is looking to get into more streaming and, and things. And JTBC is its second largest shareholder right now. So if you're into the JTBC dramas, this is something to keep your eye on because it's not its own website yet or its own streaming platform but there's speculation that that is the direction it could head in because of jtbc Hmm. being this shareholder that they might look at doing their own thing or or something so keep the um, old peepers open because you never know what might suddenly slide in with the k-dramas i think a common question is the the vicky kokowa question uh and we really already covered that mm-hmm. so it pretty much just is like what you're wanting to watch as we explained earlier but yeah, it really is a personal choice honestly and mm-hmm. monetary choice and but just the main thing is know that kokowa exists as far mm-hmm. as if you're really wanting that variety content or the kokowa content at least take it into consideration when you're looking at that vicky plus pass just know know that you're not usually getting the Kokwa subtitle subtitles you need to at least look at both sides of it to see what you're really wanting to pay for yeah and i think uh, a major thing to also keep in mind is the availability of um you know subs being mm-hmm. there on time like uh, Vicky it does have an extreme problem with that yeah. and this is not we're not saying this is the fault of the like free forced labor that like is happening yeah. uh, it is solely on Vicky's fault like to be figuring out what to do but you're pretty much guaranteed I would like I was watching um Sell Your Haunted House on Cocoa and I'd be able to watch it subbed like pretty immediately when it mm-hmm. aired and like I could guarantee that Vicky would not be an option for hours or days later and yeah. so I think that's one of the major things that we can like pinpoint as like a a con that like may be a deciding factor for some people but it's hard to like tell you exactly if you should do Coco or Vicky because mm-hmm. they're so personal and there's just a lot of parameters that yeah. you need to specifically figure out. Mm-hmm. I mean yeah. we mostly recommend going and looking at the different catalogs yourself and seeing yeah yeah what, no. what you're really interested in maybe trying some of it out free you know the free side if you're really wanting like to the... pull a subscription on one try free for a bit see what you dig. That's really and most the best of these way services, most of these paid services do have like trial periods. So you can like try them out and see which one that you like the best. But make sure to, if you don't like it, remember to cancel mm-hmm. before it starts charging. Yeah. And we talked about it earlier, but they, they all have uh, codes for like freebie off. I mean, like just this mm-hmm. past week, um, On Demand Korea had like a percentage off on their thing sale. So like, if you're looking at stuff, look for those freebie things, look for the sales. Just one note on On Demand Korea, because that's also part of the Cocoa acquisition. I don't think it should be a contender in between if you're picking Vicky or Cocoa. Mm, yeah. You mm. will see that they are tied together. There is a way to like sign into On Demand Korea on Cocoa and you see the Cocoa like part mm-hmm. on On Demand Korea, but that's just... Out of like the the main thing we always hear, everybody's like, which one should I be- like b- get, Vicky or Cocoa? And it just, 
it honestly really depends. really depends and we'll have like all the information for you and maybe just like really look at it especially if it's like in one central spot like looking at it like for me personally they both work but I also am on this podcast every week so I like watch and consume yeah. and have to be on top of Asian content a lot more drastically than the average, the average. consumer mm-hmm. yeah. so as a final note before we end this we would like to Give a dearly departed to a service. Pour that, one out. <laughs> yeah, pour one out um, for a service that was superior to all of these in terms of quality of offerings and size of catalog and availability of subs. And Our fellas. first forays into like really deep diving yeah. into this Asian entertainment life. And that was drama fever. Rip. Rip drama fever. We miss <laughs> you every day. The world isn't the same without you. And you were taken far too soon. How long did you guys use Drama Fever before it poofed? For multiple uh, years. Like multiple two or three years. years? Yeah. Mm. When did it die? October of 2018? 2018. Our first right. episode. Our first episode. Yeah. It died like the day before <laughs> right. we recorded our first episode. So it was about two years, two and a half years that I used it. Yeah. yeah. I think about three, three years, three to four years for me. Yeah. I yeah. remember like, Wild. you know, the fun things were like, you could... <laughs> like watch drama fever on the app and like it would just like not pick up or like the ads like so i was watching free with like the 99 cent a month that was like fewer right like fewer ads but then then it just was like i don't know whatever no ads when when they put up the price they just grandfathered everyone in so we were still paying 99 cents if i only pay one bill your 99 cents you're gonna get your night i was like yes and like the website was so cute and user-friendly yes. and like they oh they, you know how like viki has like the you know like the about the like you can click on their name and it'll tell you all about it was like that but way better like that you can find out so much about these actors or these shows they told you everything you needed to know oh like just people maybe like all you newbie people who would be actually here for this last part I think like if you know dramas you're not watching this or listening to this episode but I just I can't describe to you how terrible that actually was for us Um, it was traumatic we could be like you know we could you could be like oh no you're just being facetious about this it was like literally drama fever was doing fine it like it had dropped two j dramas like within that past week it everything looked fine and currently airing shows currently airing shows so like 100 days my friends and beauty inside were like uh, airing at that current they were like on episode like nine or something like and then suddenly it was just over the weekend no it was like literally it was like a friday or something you kept on seeing a little like notifications on the show page and they were like we're behind and we're trying to catch up or something along those lines. Yeah, it was something like, you know, due to technical difficulties, yeah. these episodes won't so be the, available. So the new yet. episodes weren't available and we're like, okay. And then it got into the week and we're like, okay, what, what? what's yeah. going on? And then like, it was like, bl- it was gone. literally a black screen that was like, yeah. we're closed. Drama yeah. fever you done. Will, and we will refund you your money. Goodbye. And we were all like, what? No. <laughs> and later it came out, like we found it like, the people working at Drama Fever had no Didn't idea. Know. Like they yeah. were putting up those 
technical difficulties because that's what they thought it they was. They were in the same predicament we were. They like, had nobody no idea. Knows. It was like suddenly midweek, they had no jobs. Like they were all laid off. It, it was, was like, wild. It was a wild ride. Insane. Like, And if you want to know all about that, you can actually go listen to our first ever podcast, <laughs> which is about this. So way, way on back, way on back in the days. Yeah. Oh, drama. Pour one out for the homie. F in chat. F in chat for right. drama yeah. fever. Um, so anyway, thank you for listening to this long, informative info dump about all things streaming services for Asian dramas. We will have infographics about these services up on the website that you can download and check out to like have you know bullet points of everything that we talked about. Um, just sort of a breakdown to make things easier if you're still not quite sure what you want to pick. And we just, you know... We, we think that the fact that you're even looking for what services to watch for Asian entertainment is great. And we're welcome to the family. <laughs> or if you're already in the family and just weren't aware of all the different services, well, welcome to an now an extended family of potential <laughs> options for you to watch. Uh, anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, we are on every place that podcasts can be found, but... If you want all the links to everything and all of these downloads that we're talking about, you got to go to certifiednunas.com, our website. If you want to support this podcast and this deep research and work that we're doing for the world, um, you can go to patreon.com slash certifiednunas and become part of our certified found family where we do lots of fun stuff like movie nights and we put up extra stuff that gets cut out of the episode and other things. So it's a good time. And we love all of our supporters over there in the found family. You're all the best. Now drink some water, stay hydrated, summertime, or, or where a lot of people who listen to us are. And if it's not, like, we see you, Australia. Drink water <laughs> anyway. You still need it in winter. Anyway, have a fantastic week and keep enjoying Asian entertainment. Bye. 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 Bye.